This was a long time coming. Yes, it was. Um, so uh, I'll start very simply how all this started was. It was, I think we were having a conversation. Uh, we always have good conversations, actually. And you said how when you're being nice to a girl, mm -hmm. you often get disappointed with the outcome. Mm -hmm. So might as well be a shitty person, shitty person, the mm -hmm. way you put it. And I disagree with that for many reasons. Okay. But I think the first one is if you're not yourself 100%, because if you're going to be shitty, that means it's not the real person you are. Okay. I see okay. Where you're going so you're, you're, you're from the start, you're bringing in negative energy. So you're going to attract negative energy back. If you're yourself and you're, you're just sin. So, so how does it work the opposite then? If I, every time, because if you start with the original statement that I said, yes. every time I've been nice and kind, people drop me like a bad habit. So I'm bringing positive energy, yet I'm being dropped. But was it every single time? Well, yes, or else I wouldn't be single. Well, not necessarily. Then things maybe along the way didn't work out. But from the start, if you start off being yourself. So, okay. So let me ask you a question to start. Just to have somewhat of an idea. So for you, define me what would make a good relationship. What would make a working relationship? Something, you know, healthy and for the future. You have to be yourself from the start okay there's no games no game playing no oh my god um i just had a date so i'm gonna wait three days until i'm gonna text again or you know nothing like that if okay. you want to text a person you want to call the person you go ahead if for some reason you feel you know what i'd rather wait for x y sometimes you just you don't know what it is you have a gut feeling you just want to take some time you go with it you just go with the flow go with the flow but you have to be yourself if you're not yourself, your true self will end up coming out and that's when the issues come. So why not be yourself from the start? So are you always yourself? I try to be. Okay, but you see, that's not fair. You, you try, that doesn't mean yes. No, but I try as much as I can. The thing is, life is a learning process. Every day you learn. Okay. Okay, so if I'm myself today, I do something one way, it doesn't mean that a month from now, I'm not going to change certain things about the same thing that I'm doing. You learn as long as you you stay true to yourself on that day. At the but end that's between you and you. Now we're talking about dating. So it's two people, right? So let's just say you meet somebody and uh, he's doing an effort or he's interested in you, right? He's showing you interest by words, actions, regardless. You have to be true to yourself. Like you said, you have to be honest to yourself if you're interested or not. Absolutely. Right? If you have doubts, you being true to yourself, you have to tell the other person. You don't need to tell. If you have certain doubts about yourself, you don't need to tell the person. Not doubts about yourself, doubt about the combination of both of you, actually. Okay, but sometimes you have a doubt, but it takes you a little bit more time and work to figure out if it's if it's just a little doubt or if it's a red flag or if it's really in the long run something you can't deal with. Listen, I was married for... 10 years and was with my ex-husband for 19 years. Wow, okay. So it's a learning progress. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So even I'm still learning about myself. So something that feels off one day is it, I have to tell myself and, and reflect, I reflect a lot. Mm -hmm. I take time to take a decision. I have to think, 
is this really how I feel or is it because of my past and my history and all the things that have happened to me? So I'm learning about myself slowly and then with time and you stay honest with yourself. That's why I'm saying as time goes, you realize certain things. Do you consider yourself self-aware? Some days, yes. Some days, no. <laughs> It's true. Okay, yeah, but in general. Yes. <laughs> You're not agreeing with me. No, I, I, who am I to agree or disagreeing here? It's you. I'm talking about you because it's being self-aware of self. Whatever I think has no no value here. I'm self-aware. Of you, of how you act, how you make other people around you feel, how you are perceived, how you're... Uh, affecting people around you that's self-awareness it's not necessarily with just you in between your two ears meaning that how people perceive you how people what people expect from you kids family mm -hmm. friends uh, relationships regardless whatever co-workers whatever different aspects in the world and your life are you self-aware like are you I'm self-aware of whoever tells me how they feel but how they feel is more of a representation of them than about you And it can be different for everybody. Definitely. I can be the same person to three different people and they're all going to perceive me a different way. Yes. At the end of the day, if I did everything I, I did with a kind heart and good intentions. That, that, that's that Hallmark type of phrases. And again, really? the, yeah, well, if I was, uh, I was kind and I did it with my heart. Yeah, but that still hurts people at the end of the day. Maybe that makes you feel good about yourself at the end, saying that you were kind and nice. But if you're the villain in somebody, you hurt somebody, or you, you were seen as the villain in their story, it's not necessarily like, you know what I mean? You have to be conscious of the ripple effects Abs of your actions. Absolutely. But that's their responsibility, how they feel. So, okay. So that's actually very interesting. I agree with you, but to a certain degree. So let's just say your intentions were to help somebody, right? Somebody was uh, coughing or he, he couldn't breathe. And your intentions was to save him. So you tried to save him and you kill him. I killed him? Yeah, you killed him. Or he was choking on something? No, no, no. You <laughs> killed him. You broke a rib. You and don't die from a broken rib. Okay, go. No, no. But you can actually, those who do that uh, CPR thing yes. incorrectly, yes. you can break a rib and then it's going to pop a lung and then they can die or bleed from the inside, right? There has been situations where you don't put it in the right way. Let's just say a kid or younger. Now I'm going really extreme. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> my, my point being is your intention was to save them, yet you killed them. Mm -hmm. Right? It's the same way as your intention was to defend yourself, yet you killed somebody. Right? So from your point of view, that's a him problem. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, I was kind, yet he's crying. You know what I mean? Like, even if, though your intention wasn't, like, ah, mm -hmm. it was being honest. A lot of people I know, and me, no exception, I used to use this a lot where I was aggressively honest. Like, it was crazy. But for me, it took all responsibility away. I was like, I was just being honest. I was brutally honest. And I was hurting people's feelings. Mm -hmm. Somebody would come up to me, is like, oh, do you find me fat? And I'm like, are you asking me? Yes. And I would go at it. Yes, you are fat. Here, there, 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 there. And I was like, hey, you asked. I was being honest. So I take, I remove all responsibility from me. My intentions were being honest towards you. And that is a quality that people are looking for. Yet I'm not considering their feelings and how they're going to react to this honesty. You can be honest, but stay kind. Mm, can you? Uh, why not? Can you? Yeah, no, no, I but think it's... It's in the way you say it yes. and everybody's different and you need to know the person you're talking to. 
Listen, I meet a stranger in the street. He, he asks me if he's fat. I don't a stranger is not the same thing. Because there's no attachment. There's no value. There's no sentimental value here. I'm talking about family, people you invested with. Again, I'm not talking about somebody you dated once or twice. I'm talking more, you know, your kids, your parents, or somebody you're dating. Seriously, right? If you're hurt, if he's doing something wrong, you've been in a relationship for 19 years. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much sure there were situations where you weren't, as happy or you want to change or you were hurt and you try to communicate it in a way and it's always how you say it and when you say it and with what intention you say it you're right and for many many years this was a me problem mm -hmm. i kept everything to myself i still have a hard time communicating i have a very hard time communicating. i wouldn't know <laughs> i'm just telling you I i'm being sarcastic here I, but I, yes i can i know that but I do have a hard time when it's about my personal feelings. Why? Because I'm also I'm often very afraid to be shut down, because that's shut down meaning not taking seriously. Or, no, or? that my feelings, how I feel, is not important. It's not wow. real. Okay. Yeah. And where does this fear come from? Unfortunately, from my marriage. Oh, it had to be more than that. It, it. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be more Are than we that. going back to childhood or? I'm not saying, well, yeah, usually most of the time these traumas come a lot deeper where especially people that put their feelings aside because they're afraid that it has no value or people wouldn't take it to its real value. So they just keep it for, you know, people that don't like to bother, for example, mm -hmm. where their problem is not an issue. So they'll always put it on the side. You consider, uh, you consider yourself as a selfish person? No. No? No. You're if I'm very, selfish? Yes. I'm not selfish. No, no, I'm not selfish in the point that, you know, me, 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 but fuck you. But meaning that I'll, I'll handle me before I start handling other people. Depends who the other person is. Ah. Based on? I, I, am, I pick and choose. I have a very close, small circle of people. True. Mm -hmm. So those who are actually the VIPs have access <laughs> very to very important whole, people. Yeah. Yes. Have access to all. All of me. <laughs> all of you. <laughs> and the rest is like a flip of a coin. Mm, okay. But explain. Give me an example of selfishness. No, but regardless where. People. Okay. Let me put it this way. Mm -hmm. um, let me find an example. Okay. Let's just say a friend of yours wants to spend time. She's not a really good friend. She hasn't seen you in a while. Whatever. For whatever reason, she wants to talk. She wants your insight. Regardless. And uh, she wants to go out for have a drink. You're tired. Do you go or don't you go? I go. Why? Because she might need a friend. So as there long as you pick up on that. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Because I think we all have moments where we need somebody for X, Y reason. And if somebody has takes the time to reach out, it takes courage to reach out and you know you say you know i need i need your point of view or your you know anything it takes courage so so you're a very courageous person no <laughs> but you are no that person it took courage the to person ask. that's reaching out absolutely so yeah so i'm throwing you a compliment here so with that criteria i'm giving you a compliment how am i courageous in this because you said they have to be, they have to be courageous if they reach out they do yeah do you you do you reach out at times so you are courageous 
I am. <laughs> on those so, moments, I am. That's Absolutely. what I'm saying. For me, some people, they reach out and it's easy for them. For me, reaching out to somebody and asking, you know, I need your opinion, I need your advice, it takes courage for me. That means that I've, because I'm an overthinker, mm-hmm. a little bit. A little bit a lot. A little bit a lot. If I'm at the point where I need somebody else's advice or opinion or help, it's important. Yeah, but let me play devil's advocate here. Then. Go. So the, from the other side, somebody could say it's selfish. How so? So you're reaching out to somebody mm-hmm. because you need them. Yes. What? Right? You're needing them. So you need them. Do they need you? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. No, but your approach, when you're approaching them, you're like, yes. oh, I need his wisdom, I need his expertise, whatever, regardless whatever it is, right? If you go and see a banker for expertise, for money, you know, you he's providing a service. Yes. So you need that service. He doesn't need you, technically speaking, right? A shrink, for example. Because I created a third term now, and I have to give you credit a little bit for it. Tell me. So... I was uh, talking to a friend about how today's society are very... Um, so everybody, it's like energy, right? We're energy. So some give, some receive. Mm-hmm. Some, some give, some take, some pull, some push. And it's an exchange at one point. And if one demands too much of the other, that's where you, know, you break the seal or you break the connection. And uh, in relationships and in dating and whatever, you know, you're dating somebody or you're friend zoning somebody, you know, the term friend zone. And then I realized today that, especially on social media, now I'm not talking about anything specific, but I was talking with Haas actually about this, where he's becoming a life coach, right? A financial coach. I call it a life coach, but a financial coach. Very different. For me, it's the same bullshit. Okay. Because, again, he has no scholar. I'm not degrading at all what he's saying. But what I mean, a life coach or a financial coach, if you didn't study in it, if you don't have, like, you have your experience. Your experience is not necessarily, it's like me, I dated a lot. That doesn't make me an expert in dating. It makes me an expert in my type, my life, my attributes. You know what I mean? You're not putting yourself outside the, the equation in this sense. So now people are using people for crutches. Validation. Okay. Uh, shrinks. Like, I feel like there's a lot of shrinks out there now. Everybody's an expert in something. Like, I'll call him because he'll make me feel a certain type of way because of astrology, because of whatever, the, the retrograde moons. Is that a still astrology? <laughs> that, that? <laughs> Whatever. Somebody like it was like, oh, be careful this week. Mercury's retrograding. I have no idea what that means, but whatever. Somebody literally threw me that last week. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this information, right? Everybody's a specialist in something. Okay. And people approach you for specific reasons. It's like going to the market to buy a specific. And I feel today people for attention or for validation, a lot of validation, will approach different people for or compliments, for example. Same same way people do will send a picture, I call those clickbaits, where they're gonna put a really hot picture of themselves or like a nice picture of them, just to validate their insecurities and say, listen, I still get attention, I'm still beautiful, I'm still this. Social media is plenty of those. Absolutely, I right? agree. So, and then people use other people, it's not friends, right? It could be like the same sex or whatever. It's not friend zone, because friend zones usually 
is an exchange with friends. I ask how you're doing. You ask how I was doing. If I'm going through a bad day, I'll think of you. If you're going through a bad day and you need, you know, you'll think of me. But then there's these people where you just talk to them because you need feedback. You don't care how they're doing. It's like those 1-800 suicide calls, right? You call them. You're not going to ask the guy answering hello. How is your day going? And then he's like, that's great. He's like, well, listen, now I'm thinking about suicide and blah, blah, blah. It just calls up straight away. And you're like, listen, I'm going through a bad episode and I'm thinking about killing myself. And the person's job is to make you feel don't do it type of thing. Okay. You don't know who the other person is. You don't care. It's a one way energy direction. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like a shrink. Shrink when you come and see a shrink. Have you ever seen a shrink? I have. Okay. I've never, but I studied in psychology, so I have somewhat <laughs> of an idea. But uh, so you go there, you don't necessarily take news, like the small talk, maybe. How's your day? How's everything? And then you go into me, 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 me. It's a very selfish exchange. That's why shrinks need shrinks. Because taking all that. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's common because all that that they take in, all that because usually you go and see a shrink most of the time because you're not in a good place, so you're constantly being blasted with negative information. I feel this, I feel that. I've been through this and I've been through that. They have to find and give you tools to work through those. But imagine he's doing that for eight hours a day. Eventually, you know, it piles up and somewhat you feel depressed. It's like doctors that work at the ER where they only they don't see healthy people. <laughs> they only see people in accidents, you know, in burns and extreme cases. Mentally, they need to disconnect right. and release. And a lot of people, I feel, and again, I've been noticing, people are throwing their luggage or their issues on other people for them just to give them... Gratification. Voila. Okay. Voila. So do you feel like you know anybody around you like that? Like, do you have people, leeches like that around you? That throw me out no. of garbage? Yeah. That they just need you for your positivity, your energy, your... No, because I don't give it to just anybody. But how do you pick and choose? Depends how close you are in my circle. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's true. Do they, do they get like a special card? No. Like... I know, I can know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But people that really, really know me, then I let them in. And then you become, you know, part of my circle. But I'm guessing you know people very well that don't know you. Like people that open up to you, that doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to open up to Absolutely. them. Absolutely. So that could be one of those examples. I don't have many, but I do have a few. So they're not, okay. So, but how do you determine? How do you, how do you validate somebody to that status of inner circle i know VIP. i know it might sound corny but the energy when i meet somebody uh -huh. friend or co-worker even for a relationship within five to ten minutes i know if this person i can have something real with them you've mentioned this before and okay i need a little bit more details on even that even if it's to be friends or more so it takes you five minutes five to ten minutes to determine if this person is gonna be possibly possibly means what possibly mean? i'd be open to okay open to the possibility of having something with this person 
So let's just say somebody from the same sex for it to be a friend, right? Yeah, absolutely. So somebody approaches you, you start talking to mm-hmm. them five to ten minutes. hundred percent, I know. You can tell if you guys are going to be good friends or just going to be acquaintances. Yes. And I'm guessing for men that you're dating or meeting the first ten minutes. hundred percent. So why go... So intent that's a superpower right there. No, it's not a superpower. You just it's a feeling you get. I've always been good with that. So that means even clients. Okay, fair enough. So wait, but with that logic, that means after the first date you can tell. No, that's different. You said 10 minutes. 10 minutes, you know if there's a possibility. It's either a yes or no, I'll give you a chance or let's give this a chance and then we'll see. But I, oh, okay, but but isn't that like everybody? No, not, no, not everybody. Well, how is like the that. average person? Even a, even a friend. Yeah, yeah. It's, even it's, a client. But some people you can grow into. I don't do that. Why? <laughs> just not go with that. So you jump to conclusions. No, I, I don't jump to conclusions. I just trust my gut. No, but let's just say you meet somebody in a bad, bad timing. Right, he's going through. Okay. He's going through a rough time. His energy is not aligned at all. Yeah, but you can tell what kind of person he is or she is. You can absolutely. Rarely have I been wrong. I've been wrong many times, but again, uh, on both sides of the spectrum, meaning that they were super kind and super. I just caught him on a really good day, <laughs> and then after that, you see their true colors. Mm-hmm. You hear that story a lot in dating, like women will meet a guy and he's like, "Are oh, you super nice?" and this and that, and then you see his anger issues down the line and the opposite too like it was a shitty person you're like oh, he looks like a jerk or this macho guy or this conceited guy and then you meet him in these social settings and all of a sudden you're like oh shit there's a lot more to this person than what he's portraying it's his way of protecting his energy so he's putting this wall of egoness or macho-ness to protect his energy listen I don't know a lot about the dating world I mean I've been But I can take you as an example, right? Quick, quick from the exterior, right? Mm -hmm. Don't know you. The persona that actually you project. Mm -hmm. This has nothing to do with dating or friends or whatever. It's... So, okay. So, let's put it very simply. If I would ask, let's just say, one of your oldest friends to describe you, would it be the same way you would describe yourself? Probably not. But you see, because it's their experience. Yeah, now. but the other friend might describe me completely different also. So which one is the real you? But I'm... Everybody can perceive me a different way. You and I can be looking at the same picture mm-hmm. and we see the colors differently. But we'll all agree it's a picture. We all agree it's a picture. Okay. But so the, the core colors, is going to be the same. Yeah, but a picture is just the outside. But that's the core, actually. Start with the basics. Okay, so you're asking... A very old friend of mine, it's more than just the core. No, but the basics, like, I'm not going to ask 10 people and some people are going to be like, she's a snob and others are going to be like, she's super open-minded and some people are going to be like, she's super close. It's impossible. If they're very close to me? Like, if they know you to a certain degree, those are the the basic things that you you know, right? Like, uh, people that know me, long time, short time, whatever, they'll all agree that, ah, he's super sociable. Right? He can talk to anybody. Nobody's going to come and like, oh, he's a snob. Like, those things won't vary from one person to the other. Right. Then the experience we have together, some will determine that I'm super open-minded, others a little bit less on certain subjects. I'm uh, generous. Other people will be like, oh, maybe he's a bit cheap on this. Again, I'm just throwing 
different opposite ideas where depending on the experience that I had with these people, it could be perceived differently. But the core value, mm -hmm. like kind, uh, uh, not selfish, uh, open-minded, uh, sociable, introvert, extrovert, whatever those characteristics are, it would be impressive or sh scary that three people around you would give you three different descriptions. I totally agree. Okay. Yes. So we'll agree on that one here. Yes. Okay, so that's the core. Yes, the core. Okay, so what is your core? You want me to describe myself? Yes. <laughs> your core, 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 core. Something that all everybody that knows you, your family, your friends, good friends, your coworkers would all agree upon. I'm kind. I am. I'm telling you. <laughs> am, I, am I supposed to say yes or no? I'm kind. Yes. I'm a good friend. I'm patient. I'm an overthinker. I'm quiet. Good friend, I'll put an asterisk on it because, and the reason why I'm saying this is because it seems very complicated to determine if they're a real friend or not. You're right. And the special group thing there. So I can be but here and I'm like, I'm her saying, friend. Yeah, but you're saying the people that really know me well. No, but I'm, no, that's the thing. I said everybody that know your coworkers, friends, family, the core can't, like somebody that knows you, I'm not saying a stranger that looks at you from far. I'm talking about somebody that actually took time and spoke to you. I don't think I'm in your core friends, yet I have somewhat of an idea of who you are, of your core values. So my uh, my perception of you should align with your good friends, family, coworkers on specific you know, terms. So a good friend, again, it has to okay, be- Okay, I get it, yeah. Social? I am very social. Are you? I am. Okay. You don't see me social. No, no, no. Because I remember when we first met, you actually mentioned that you were not approachable. Not approachable and social are different, though. I but can be social for the people that I know, but I'm not approachable from strangers. I'm not. I'm, but isn't sociable that means open to everything? Like no. to, to socialize with? Anybody that knows me knows I'm social. Non-approachable, it means people that come from the outside that I don't know. So you're you selectively think. social. <laughs> <laughs> I'm selectively a lot of things. Because I'm social. I feel like I'm a sociable person, meaning that anybody, a stranger, somebody I know or don't know, would come and approach me. The first five minutes, I'll be open to the conversation. Then depending on the subject and in my mood, mm -hmm. if I want to perceive it or not. That's what I mean by that. That's social, sociable meaning that I take everything in. Like if you would be a celebrity, for example, you would seem like the type of person that would be selective on when you want to take pictures and sign autographs. How so? Because you're very reserved. Because I think you, want, you like to protect your energy. I do like to protect my energy. So you can't be both. If you're protecting something, that means you're holding on. But anybody that... Because you said anybody that has met me, even for a few minutes, if you've met me... Ah, okay, from that point of view. Yeah, okay, okay, no, absolutely. I get that. Okay. That's what I mean. They'll know I'm a social... But strangers, no. And how do you think a stranger would perceive you? I don't know. I don't care. Stranger. Okay, yeah, no, I get that. You don't care. But at the end of the day... I don't, I don't, I don't take the time to think about that. Really? Yeah. I find that's a bit important. Especially from a business point of view, right? Somebody comes and sees you. Mm -hmm. You haven't spoken yet, right? They're strangers. Two strangers. And those first couple of seconds, it's important to make the other person feel... Yeah, but in business, it's different. You're, 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 you're putting up... Like it's you, but in my line of work, for example, 
it's a little bit different in the sense where I'm myself, but I also have to be what I am. So it's not really 100% Natasha. Do you, do you get yeah, what no, I'm I get, saying? I get so, that, but your core is still there. My core is there, but I won't be the same person that I am if I'm with you, for example, and you introduce me to somebody. This is a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll be way more approachable. Yes, because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. Like, I get that. I'm just selective. I'm very, very selective with the energy because it affects me a lot, good and bad. What's that term that people use that take that energy? Anna actually said that earlier today. Uh, something path. Uh, Empath? Empath. Yes. Those are the people that actually take other people's... Which is why I'm saying when I meet somebody after five, ten minutes, I don't know if it's because I'm an empath, I feel their energy. I feel who this person could possibly be. And I promise you, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's something inside me. And I've rarely, rarely been wrong. Okay. Even, so, so even, even with clients at work. So what was your first, what is it? An impression? Impression. Is it a first impression? The first five minutes? What is it? Well, whatever. First contact. Okay. With me, for example. I mean, right from the start, we got along. Yes. Also, I got introduced through a friend, very close friend. And, you know, I don't, I always ask. Who is this person? Mm -hmm. So you were story? pretty much equipped before, actually. Absolutely. Makes sense. I wouldn't have come here not knowing you in advance. Or not know anybody that knows you or heard anything. So you're not impulsive as a person? Or are you? I don't think so, no. Because you're too calculative. <laughs> Everything must be safe and ready and correct. No, no, I'm not. Uh, no, you're making me. No, no, it's, no, no. It's I'm not, not like I, I need everything to be perfect. Far I didn't say perfect. That. It's safe. That's the word safe. I'm looking for. Safe. Not perfect. Safe. Yes. Yes. I like safe. Yeah. I like safe. And, you know, safe again to protect my energy. But safe will make you miss out on a lot of things. Like what? So, okay. So are you, do you consider yourself a romantic? Yes. Okay. Can you describe me or mention a story or a fable whatever of a romantic story for example that has no danger no adventure in it hmm. you see the paradox here absolutely because you have to let go and lose a little bit of control to a certain degree like i said it's like jumping from a parachute but checking the reviews of the company <laughs> <laughs> right because once you let go you let go whatever yeah. happens gonna happen but you're gonna take all the steps necessary to be sure is when you're gonna let go all the chances are on your side right that's right. important that's where experience comes from and where you know you live and you learn and you 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 avoid certain red flags because of that experience mm -hmm. but you still have to let go sometimes you can't control everything you can't control it i'm not a control freak though Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a control freak. I'm a big believer in going, like I said, you go with the flow. You see how you feel about it. The second you start feeling uneasy and that something is off, just you don't even need to explain what it is. This is me how I am. When I start feeling like something's off, I take a step back, think about the situation, and then from there... You know, I take my decision. Some people would actually call that self-sabotage. Why? 
because you're expecting okay so let me put it this way so you're saying that you're going with the flow mm -hmm. but you're paying attention to everything for i'm paying attention to what i'm feeling not everything not every single detail i'm paying attention to how i'm feeling about it okay that's a lot of work no overthinker <laughs> It comes with the, the territory. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's how I've always been. So how do you determine when or how, like, this person is safe to be considered a really good friend or this is a serious relationship or somebody that you actually trust and believe in? When it feels natural. When it feels like there's no effort needed. When you feel like I can be myself. 100% with this person. That's actually a scary thought, being Why? 100% because I don't think I've ever been 100%. Really? Because I feel like I constantly evolve. Yes, right? but you can, you can Like you can my evolve. core, let's just say the 60% of me stays the same. But then there's 40% of adapting to the other person, right? If I'm if I'm a battery, regardless mm -hmm. of how I am, positive and negative, if the person needs positive energy, I'll give her positive energy. Yes. If she needs negative, I'll give her negative energy. So I'm adapting with the person I am with, regardless, that's a relationship, right? It's like a team sport. If you're a good striker and he's a good defenseman, he's a mm -hmm. defense, you're a striker. If today your defenseman is getting tired or he's not having a bad day, you defend a little bit more. So you have to adapt. Absolutely. What I'm saying is if, as long as you're okay, Let's say you say positive or negative energy. Mm -hmm. Very often they say feminine energy and masculine energy. Okay. Because we, we have both. Everybody has both. Uh -huh. Femi okay. So let's say I'm very feminine energy. I have a lot of feminine energy. My friend, she's she has a lot of masculine energy. Mm -hmm. We click a lot because of that. Mm -hmm. And very often that's how it works. If she's feeling sad or something is happening what's gonna happen is her masculine energy is gonna go down and her feminine is gonna go up so if i am her real friend and i connect with her and i automatically without even trying my masculine is gonna go up and my feminine is gonna go down so that we can align that's what i mean but i'm still myself as long as i don't have to force it as long as when her masculine goes down and her feminine goes up i don't have to fight myself inside me to be there for her and be uneasy inside of me then i'm good that's how the people around me that's how i i know who i can be myself and who knows me 100 and who i let in and it has to be reciprocated both ways I like the theory. I really like the theory. <laughs> it's 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 I get I get the theory because you're talking about it like literally I go and see somebody and look under the hood and I see the degrees of 60% this and 40%. But there's no there's no you don't you don't you can't force it. It happens naturally. No, because we're, we are we're constantly being hit with exterior factors, right? So who I am it's the laws of the average, like I call them. So I'm a guy that's always positive most of the times not positive always all positive most of the time i'm always positive like yeah. the majority of my time i'm yes. known as a positive person mm -hmm. i'm never i'm extremely rarely because there's nothing in 100 no such thing as a person 
of energy, feelings, and you know, moods. It's impossible to be the same thing all the time, the same way. Unless you're a monk. Uh, even that, um, I'm not convinced. <laughs> I've never seen one to that degree. But again, it has to be fucking boring as hell. His reaction to rain and cold and hot <laughs> is the same. I'm like, okay, wave, fun. <laughs> I don't, I don't want those ambi- I don't have those ambitions. Now, most of the time, I could be there for most of the people around me, mm-hmm. right? I'll be that positive force. I'll be that energy to help you, lift you up, be there for you, listen to you speak. But there's days, rare, but they they do happen where I don't have that energy. I don't have that. I'm not in that mood. Now, you said it has to be reciprocated. Yet, if you're not in that zone neither, mm-hmm. I can't expect you because I'm in there rarely. You have to step up. No, then you 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 both can take some space. It, mm-hmm. I'm saying generally, most of the time, that's how you you keep your the close people close to you, those important people. I'm not saying things can happen once in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm saying in general, that you know that's why I have only a few very close people around me. The other people they know me. They just from a distance. Yeah, because you're protecting your. I'm protecting my energy. And if you don't protect your energy, what happens? Um, I get it affects me emotionally a lot, a lot. Like you're in a bad mood, or you're tired, or all of the above. <laughs> all of the above, all of the above, and then I start overthinking too much, and it affects me. It affects people around me. It affects um, my energy, and I, I'm. I'm working really hard to keeping my energy at a level a level that makes me happy. And with that comes a lot of peace. Yeah, it's pursuit of happiness. Yeah. For sure, but it comes with a price. Everything comes with a price. Definitely. Everything comes with a price. And again, we might have this conversation a year from now and I'm going to be saying different things. Probably, but that's okay. You see, yeah. that that's where I feel you're very conscious of reality in the sense that you're self-aware. And that I totally agree. Like in next, maybe not next week, but in a couple of months after experiencing different things, your approach could be different, of course. Listen, I always say, you would have told me I would be sitting here five years ago. I said never. Because well, things yeah. change. Every day things change. I, Somebody's, you know, I can't say I'll never be this person or I'll never do this in my life. You never know what tomorrow brings. Are you a believer of second chances? Absolutely. I don't. I'm not very. Uh, I don't. I don't keep grudges. But you keep a tight circle, isn't that? Yes, that's just to protect myself. There's no grudge. Okay. There's no grudge. I just I keep a tight circle because these are the people that do me good in my life. No, but what I mean second chances, and let's just say if you have a really close friend, somebody that's in your tight circle, mm-hmm. and they betray you for whatever reason, mm-hmm. out of fear, ignorance, regardless, are you the type that would be open to give them second chances? It always depends what the damage was done, what exactly was done, and how many chances in the past I gave. Okay. Because I do give a lot of chances. And... Which is something that I know I have to work on because I... No, no, it's true. Yeah. I, I, you know, I give chance after chance after chance after chance. My problem is 
at one point they're gonna do something stupid, something small, and for some reason that's just gonna be la goutte qui a, de, qui a fait des bordel vase, and that's it. I'm done. And there's no going back. Yeah, but that's that's a lot of people do that mistake, sadly. And I yeah. keep on telling people that vase was full. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be full. Absolute. And it's- 100% I agree with you. That's because I have a hard time speaking my emotions. Which is the people that are very close to me. I'm an open book. Hmm. Open book about everything. But again, very small circle. Yeah, you know, I, I believe you. I have a lot of uh, friends. I'm, I'm but almost jealous. But of what? That small circle. <laughs> that open bookness. Because I, I find that you're a bit... You're not obvious to read. Depending on the days. No, you've told me that. Yeah, yeah. but I maintain it now, still. <laughs> but it might have to be with the energy that I've been carrying around. I don't know. And maybe the energy I wouldn't know. I don't have enough information. But what I'm saying is, you know, there's certain days where I've had certain energies that brought me down a bit. And then maybe you've had some energies like that. And then when we sit down and talk, maybe the energies just don't align that day. But in or- your case, it's not the talking part. When we talk, I, I got you all figured out. The minute we communicate, it's the moments that where there's a lack of communication mm-hmm. where... It's like a black hole. My lack of communication comes when I have to deal with other things. Yeah, I become I silent. When things in my life, if it's the kids or work or friends or relationship or anything, if there's something on my mind, I go silent and I take a step back mm-hmm. and I focus on myself. And that's, that's why, you know, I'm not impulsive. It's a very good thing. But you should actually maybe communicate it to the other people. The people that know me know it. No, no, no. They know, but they don't know why. That's the thing. So if you, like like you said, right? You you take a step back. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Jason, earlier today, we were talking about it. Where he was talking about when people would start venting to him. And he was in the mood that he wasn't very receptive. And he would tell them, listen, I'm not really in a good place. And we continue this conversation tomorrow, eventually, mm-hmm. whatever. So he's stopping. He's taking a step back, but he's informing the other person yes. that he is taking a step back instead of just taking a step back. And the other person's like, "What the fuck just happened?" Type of thing. Right. See, that's an extra step where we'll make it look a little bit less. Maybe the word is not that, but I would say selfish in the sense that mm-hmm. I need rule. I need to step back. So regardless of whatever you're going through or whatever you're perceiving, even if they're in your tight circle, right? They know if you disappear going through mm-hmm. a process, but it would be always good to validate it. That I completely agree. And I know that I have to work on that. <laughs> it's one little tiny step. No, actually. no, but listen, I'm always open. I enjoy that, that you're telling me, you're calling me out on it, and you're right. Again, and I know I do it. I, I don't know you that well, again, because communication is an art, right? Communication is really, it's like music. So you can take different instruments alone, doesn't make much, it just sounds. Put them together, it could make an amazing mm-hmm. symphony, or it could become noise. So communication is the same thing. Some people communicate, talk a lot, but don't say much. And other people say less, but say it well. Mm-hmm. And the th- thing in this situation where today, we, and I'm no exception to this rule, 
where I make this mistake where I think people are in my head. They know what I'm thinking or what I'm going through. And I do this mistake often and people are like, but how did you expect me to know, right? And I'm a bit different from you. When I become silent, when I take a step back, I do it in such a way you wouldn't even notice. Like I'll become silent, but yet still communicate. But because I just turned it off in my head. See, I can't do that. No, no, I know. It's it's not I wish, better. I wish I had that superpower. <sighs> but then if you turn it off, see, the problem that I would have with that, if I turn it off because I've done it in the past, then I just shove it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I get And it. then it just it, it builds up. It builds up and then it comes back later and it's yeah, yeah, much yeah, worse. Yeah. I can imagine. I'm I have a hard time with that. I'm extremely self-aware of where regarding me, right? My feelings, my energy levels, my I have no problem whatsoever taking a step back and taking a break. I've done this so you see the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's going to be going to be starting my third year soon in March. The first year I was recording about eight podcasts a day. Eight hours, eight different podcasts, a minimum of eight different people, eight different energies, mm -hmm. eight different vibes in one day. So the first three weekends... <laughs> How was, much did you sleep after that? I was exhausted. Like, <laughs> I would rather go to the gym for five hours than do that, yeah. to be honest. Mentally, I was drained. Mm -hmm. But what was funny was, because I enjoyed what I was doing, it took me time before realizing how I was getting drained. And at one point, I couldn't take it anymore. So what I did was like, oh, I'm taking a month off. And people were like, oh, but what's going on or whatever. I'm like, oh, no, just to reanalyze the formula of the podcast. It was semi-bullshit. It was true, mm -hmm. but it was not the absolute truth. Took a moment, and then, you know, I determined an average of a maximum of podcasts I can do in a day without losing my mind. Because after that, I would go home and I would be exhausted. Mm -hmm. Then at work with the kids, it would, it would feel it. And because I'm super self-aware of myself, my kids have nothing to do with this, so I'll put a lot more energy to actually Switch hide off. it. Yeah. And then once they're into bed or they're with their mom... I'm exhausted. Right. So it was like patching instead of fixing. And you're such an overthinker. How do you do that? Switch off. Well, you know, it's 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 I lie to myself. Oh, okay. Right? I can I can condition my it's conditioning. I can condition myself to say take a break. Don't overthink for now. Keep that file in check. I'll be back and that's it. You'd I can You'd be a good shrink. <laughs> yeah, maybe I would be good for others. I'm not good for myself. Well, we always, mm, yeah. No, but it's not good for my health, period. Me being a shrink, that means me listening. Because I feel like some of what I do regularly, because I communicate with a lot of people because of social media, because of this podcast, because of work, different dynamics, different cultures, different you know nationalities, different whatever. I'm exhausted. It really kills me, to be honest. I'm dead tired. But yet you love it. Yet I love it because I enjoy people. I enjoy listening, talking. It's it's like training, right? You like to do sports, yet it's ruining your body. Yet sports are amazing for your mm -hmm. mental. For It's the same thing. There's no such thing that will give you only positive without taking something back. I know, but mental drain is very different from physical drain. Yeah, but some people find physical drain, you know, vice versa, each their own. It's true for overthinkers your brain becomes your strongest muscle 
at the same time your biggest source of headaches <laughs> right yep, i know but now i try to and again i try i don't always succeed i try to use this overthinking strategically for specific things so you pick and choose yes because i try because i'm not a compulsive person i'm not an impulsive person i'm not a one even when i say I go with the flow i don't go with it i'm lying to myself like i put everything in check before actually rolling that you know like with luck with dice mm -hmm. i make sure that i know the odds and everything before i roll that dice i don't leave any room for chance or a little bit of room for chance hmm. okay so everything is pre-planned so you don't give yourself a chance i don't trust people it's not me the issue here i have trust issues with people why because people are full of shit <laughs> and i say this with love And I don't mean this in a degrading way. Don't get me wrong. I feel, and again, this comes back to what I was saying at the beginning. Most people, not to say all people, are not very self-aware. Mm -hmm. They come with this high and mighty bullshit of um, this, I'm good. Because everybody will say they're a good person and they're there for everybody. But who are all these people talking about these shitty friends? Who are they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who are these people? We are. We are the villain in other people's stories because we're not always aware of the effect we have on other people. Absolutely, but again, the the energy, so I'm gonna give you an example. Um, a couple yes. divorcing. Yes. They're two great people. Mm -hmm. They're just not great for each other. Uh, Same with friends. What? There is exceptions, there is exceptions, okay. but if they were a couple, let's yes. just say, so, in your case or in mm -hmm. my case mm -hmm. right long-term relationship mm -hmm. have kids with a partner now i'll talk about mine because I, i would never dare talk about yours in the sense that you are the only one you and him and whoever was around you at that time know the real reasons of yes the union and whatever me in my case we were friends we decided to date she got pregnant we had kids and we were amazing together then we grew apart mm-hmm In theory, if you put it on paper, right, the timeline, there is probably a moment in that timeline where I could have done things differently mm -hmm. and we would still be together to, today, right? Both, we both grew, ways, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Takes two. But we grew apart. Yeah. So that means we were growing together. And then at one point, there was a cross path, crossroad, and we took different roads, had different priorities, or confronted situations differently. If we go back in time, and we would have spoke to each other, communicated with the skills I have today, and she probably has today, chances are we could still be together. Because if there was enough for you to be together for a certain period of time, that means it could have been fixed and corrected forever. Right. But because life is how it is, and you can't, you can't go back in time, and you don't always get second chances shit happens mm -hmm. right it's sadly i i say this for an accident right if you would have went 10 minutes earlier or later you would have right. missed that yeah so it's just a question of timing it's just a question of paying attention to the red flags when you're always believing that everything's okay and you're leaving the vase fill in instead of emptying it as it goes what happens is eventually the vase is too full and it cracks yeah then it's a bit too hard from there to fix it I agree. It could happen, but it's rare. Because of that concept, 
everybody can be together forever if they have enough experience enough of uh self-awareness that's something that i didn't have in my relationship i discovered this being single now right this self-awareness of how people react to certain things i say or do how people perceive me uh how i make people feel depending on how i act this is something i didn't know about myself mm -hmm. before i was like i am who i am take it or leave it mm -hmm. fuck you now it's a bit different mm -hmm. right because i'm like hey i don't want to be that villain so i'll do my best not to be i will still be a villain in a couple of stories but if i can you know diminish the amount of villain villain story endings i would try my very best because i feel we are in a community we're in a society i try to be good i do it by example right that's why i always use that phrase kill them with kindness it's it's hmm. a jab at the same time why because it's the irony of it i'm killing you the word killing is bad with kindness but you're killing you're not killing the person maybe you're just killing whatever attack they're trying to give you i'm just being a little bit more high and mighty about it meaning that i'm not going to teach you i'm going to show you and i'm going to be above this bullshit mm -hmm. so i'm going to be kind to you even if you're being stupid to me which it's only good for you in the end and even for the person well, person maybe the anger maybe is going to eventually stop I hopefully listen i saw i saw a video i posted it i don't know if you saw it which one with ross no about the attack remind me wait okay so it goes something like an attack somebody attacks you it's only going to be an attack if you accept the attack okay okay so it stops the second you show kindness so let's say you come to me and you say you're this 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 and that thank you thank you for letting me know how you feel i'm really gonna think about it and take it into consideration will you really I always do because okay. I'm an overthinker. Okay, but but if you stop it that way right away, it ends the it ends the attack. They can go on and on and on, but you pop, you know, you you everything's a bit calm. But it's not an attack anymore. It's just expressing the, their feelings. Exactly. It's no longer an attack. But if you talk back and you talk back, mm -hmm. then it's cats and cats and dogs. It's never going to stop. And then it becomes a real attack. But if you take it in and you just give out kindness, in return and you acknowledge that you're taking whatever the person is telling you into consideration it stops there that's very wise of you not of me i saw it I, yeah but are you able to actually i have yes it's the only way that i have peace inside me it's hard at times especially when it comes from somebody um that you care about deeply you know somebody attacks you in different ways You know, it can be verbally, it can be, uh, you know, they try to be snake about it. They, There's many ways to attack somebody. Are you good with confrontations? No, I'm terrible. I don't like to, I don't like confrontations at all. Why? What, who Who would like that? Uh, I like it. I think it's necessary. But again, it has to be educational with a purpose. It's, you know, constructive criticism. Well, it's, if I have an issue with you. I'd I rather have, to... have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Not but... confrontation. Okay, so what I mean by confronting, and again, maybe the word sounds negative, but it's not. It's not like me bashing or me. It's me sitting you down 
and emptying that vase in front of you. I'm not going to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come and see you. So you mean home. we're going to empty the vase? I'm going to empty mine. Oh, okay. But I'm going to tell you why it's full. Mm-hmm. And okay. I don't want this to happen again type of thing. Mm-hmm. Right? You made me feel this type of way. You did this. I took it this way. And again, regardless if it was your intention or not. It's how you felt and you're entitled to. Exactly. Absolutely. So me confronting you about it, because it's easy to, you make me feel a certain type of way. I'm angry or disrespected or whatever, regardless, whatever it is, something negative. And I decide to face it alone, right? I focus on me. I shouldn't take it seriously. It's not their fault. Whatever excuses I give or whatever patching I do for, for me to move on doesn't fix the problem. Because as long as I did not confront you, absolutely, you could do it again. And I'm not going to be feeling emptying that vase monthly because... But don't you think that if instead of, first of all, instead of confronting, because mm-hmm. that word just right away... But some people in, like you don't like confrontation, for example. No, but I'd rather we sit down, mm-hmm. we talk calmly. Oh, well, there was we no yelling. Con- no, but... So conf- confrontation for you means yelling? No, it doesn't mean yelling. But right from the start, yes. for me, it's negative instead of being constructive well you made me feel a certain type of way so already i'm coming with a negative feeling but it can be constructive yes definitely but that's the purpose of it right because if i didn't care let's just say about you in this situation Mm -hmm. i wouldn't confront you i would have just move along and that would be it if i come and take time to confront you best believe that means i care Mm -hmm. because i want to fix this so i'm going to make things very extremely clear black on white We're not going to act like nothing was and hopefully in the two weeks, three weeks, act like nothing is. That's what I meant confront. Because I know a lot of people that dodge serious conversations. Confronting somebody is having a conversation and face to face and we're not leaving this table until everything is being said. Now fixed could take time, but everything, you put everything on the table. Once everything is said and the other person takes it, doesn't react to it. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people respond, don't listen, right? I'll tell you something. Yeah, but you did this. This is not the this is not the subject here. We're not talking about you. We're talking right. about me. However, you made me feel. Now you're gonna tell me, yeah, but because that's not important here. Important is how I react, how I felt about it. I'm telling you my piece. So that's once I'm done, you can tell me yours, and we can discuss it. But it's a confrontation in the sense that you're not running away from this until I put everything on the table. Right. As and as long as the other person is receptive, it must. Because if not, you're talking to a wall. Well, then you got your answer there. Absolutely. Right. If somebody is a wall, that means they don't really care about no, no, you. No, no, a hundred percent. They're but, focused on their. But energy. I also think it always de- it also depends on how you bring it out. Yes. Well, that's your communication skills, right? Communication skills. You have to communicate by in a way that the other person will understand, not the way you understand. That's another thing that I learned with time, where you can be the best English professor, mm-hmm. but if you're talking to Chinese people. There's and, no- and it's not just that. Everybody learns differently. Definitely. Everybody learns differently. So you can be the best professor, but it doesn't mean that your way of teaching something, like long divisions, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if um, you, your kids are both in the French. Uh, yes. Anyways, the English and French system both teach long divisions differently. Mm-hmm. Completely differently. No, no, no. And my daughter's in French. My son is in English. And my daughter was having a hard time learning long divisions the way she learned at school. So I said, Josh, why don't you help Melina? But I don't learn the same way, but it's okay, show her your way. And she figured it out. Mm -hmm. 
just because the way of teaching was different. I had an issue with their te- with my daughter's teacher with that because I learned the English way. Exactly. Yeah. And at the end of the day, she gave her she lost a couple of points, and I went to her school, and I went to see the teacher because I like confronting people. <laughs> They don't like me at that school. You mean you like proving a point? No, no, it's you're a, right. It's different. It's not yeah. the same because I was like, so "What's the purpose of this exercise? Mm-hmm. Is to find the answer and to explain how you got to the answer." Now, if it's not the same way you did, doesn't make it more wrong. Yeah, right? absolutely. Because in mathematics, especially long divisions, they have to show how they got yes. there. Yes. So if the the path is correct, it's not you know invented mathematics where you decide to divide nine by three and you say it's five just because it helps you right. find a solution. It's not an issue because there's many ways to come to a solution, and teaching only one way I find is very bad mm-hmm. for the educational system. And this is where it's not a question of me being right; it's me having an issue with the educational system. I was a victim of it in the sense that I was born and raised in the states, then I studied in Algeria, and then I came here. So it's three different approaches. Yet mathematics is. Is a universal language, mm-hmm. so regardless of how I got there, as long as the answer and the path makes sense, why why do you care? Like why? What's the point here? You know what I mean? A professor of science, a Nobel Prize winner, if he does his divisions differently than yours, it's not wrong. It's still <laughs> the what, same. Yeah. Like it's the end result yeah. in that sense. Yeah. And that's where I have an issue, and it's important for me that the kids. Notice me do it, because it's important to put everything in doubt, and once it makes sense or there is logic to it, to accept it, regardless of how it is. And that's very important. And even in education, on punishments, there was an issue at school where my son was being bullied. He hit somebody, hit him, and he punched him back and knocked him out. Mm-hmm. And he got suspended for violence. And I get that 100%. But then they asked him to write a letter to say sorry to the other guy. And I went to the school with my son next to me, and I was like, "He will never fill in that page because it was written black on white that he defended himself." I'm like, "Sorry," I'm like, "I don't know what you're trying to teach him. It ain't happening." And the professor's like, "Yeah, but we're not for violence." And I'm like, "I get that one million, but I'm like, he defended himself, and he'll never say sorry for that." And who's he gonna say sorry to? I'm like, "Is the <laughs> is the rapee gonna say sorry to the rapist because she, I don't know, blinded him?" I'm like, oh, really? Like, really? Is that what we're going with? She's like, no. Now you're exaggerating. I'm like, these simple examples show the big picture of life. Yeah. Right. If you defended your energy and you abandoned somebody because you needed to save yourself, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna feel sorry. But again, that's why often I find there's so many rules about how we should act in certain situations with certain people, and you're being judged for everything. Everything you do, you're being judged. There's always somebody that's gonna judge you. You're either too kind, you're not kind enough, you're naive, or you're, you know. There's always something that somebody's gonna punch back at you. Is that important for you? Like, does that have any weight in your life? Well, I often get not you're too nice, but at the same time, what does that mean? I'm too nice. But when you're being too nice, does that are they saying that people are taking advantage of you? When they say it, in what context? Because being kind, being too nice, giving money to the homeless—I don't think someone's like you're being too nice. Is it because they're taking advantage of you? Well, uh, giving money to the homeless. At one point, I was in the car with my mother, mm-hmm. and we had gone grocery shopping, 
and we got these pre-made sandwiches to bring back home for the family. And there was a homeless man at the light and he was asking for money and I've rarely given money, um, but I do give food or I often have a bag in my car. I either have blankets or sweaters or whatever. Instead of giving it to Friperie, I give it to them. Makes sense. That's actually a good And initiative. my mom said, you're being too nice. If he's there, it's because he wants to be there. You know, there's people think differently in everything. But that's a generation thing. I know. I get it. I she understand. went through the hustle. She did. And, you know, my grandparents came here with nothing. And I get it, you know, and my grandmother cleaned bathrooms and cooked. And all our parents have I, the same story. I completely understand. But this person mm-hmm. might not have the support yeah, that, for yeah. example, I would have if I mm-hmm. would go through a mental illness or anything. Who knows what this person went through? But does it bother you the fact that your mother says you're too good? Yes, of course. Why? Because how is me. This was just an act of kindness. And that's what I'm saying. He might be hungry. But that's my say. Why? That's why I'm a bit surprised here, in the sense you talking about energy, right? Because you. she's my mother. Yes. And so her opinion has a lot of value. Of course it does. Even when it's wrong. It affects me. Okay. I'll let it go. Mm-hmm. I said she doesn't know much. Especially like, not, in a kind situation like she, this. Like if she would have an opinion, let's just say on a boyfriend or the way you raise your kids. <laughs> it's normal. Yeah. But meaning that I can understand because you're trying to build something or you're trying your best mm-hmm. and they keep on, you know, pointing the finger at maybe the things you lack of or you're not at best with. But a, an act of kindness is really hard to criticize. It is. <laughs> I find I, that I under- shocking in a way. But again, I've gotten it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why are you being so nice? What do you mean being so nice? There's. N- Why do we always have to be robots or... I don't know. I feel like... Why not be kind? I feel good when I do something nice. But I think, and again, I think your mom here wanted you to be kind selective, pretty much. Not to the homeless, maybe to... Okay, if there's a guy beating up his girlfriend, I'm not going to go give him a sandwich. You know what I mean? I love the example. No, but... (laughs) Excuse me, sir, before you continue, here's a sandwich. Take a sneakers. (laughs) Well, it's like when you told me if I kill somebody after doing CPR, you know, like it's... There's, there's there's exceptions to the rules, but... No, no, yeah, no, but there I was just trying to show the example of intention versus results. Right. Right. No, I My get intention it. was to make this person the happiest in the world, mm-hmm. yet I was beating the shit out of her. No, but... It's all cool and great when my intentions were good, but, you know, if, the, if my actions are not at the same energy frequency mm-hmm. as my intentions... And... You know, I won't do this every day for everybody in the street. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, and nobody, I don't think nobody's expecting you to do it. No, but but that, but I do get often. You're too nice. You're too, you're too generous, or you know, you give too many chances. Or but at the same time, it makes me who I am, and I'm okay with it. If you're comfortable for as long as I'm okay with it. And then, like I told you before, it's an energy thing. When I start feeling like I'm not feeling good in this. Then I stop. But that's very self-aware-esque of you. Sure. But it is. Yeah. Because if you're confident on your actions and you're, it's coming from a good place. If it comes from a good place, exactly. You should be untouchable. Well, untouchable is a big word, but... Oh, it should be untouchable. You know your intentions and your actions are correct at the end of the day. Yes, and I always question myself. Perception, because it's like... Okay, so <laughs> I'll give you an example for the the whole sandwich thing with the homeless. Mm-hmm. This new generation of filming themselves doing everything good, right? They're filming themselves giving a sandwich to the homeless. Yeah. See? 
I would have an issue with that because but that's a different generation. I think it's also but we're living with them, mm-hmm. right? We have kids that are growing in that generation where everything has to be documented. It didn't happen if there is no proof, and all this comes from the the, the famous proverb: "If a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it, mm-hmm. did it actually fall?" Right? It's a dead. <laughs> you don't need a witness to something for it to be real, and that's what people need to understand. And now today, everybody needs to be validated in one way or the other. And to show, it's not enough to be kind. They need to have people say that they're kind and they had to show the world that they're kind. You know, when you're generous, you don't need to film it. You don't need to talk about it. I don't need to tell people, oh yeah, I spend six hours. No, because if they're doing that, are they really doing it because they're doing it from their heart or because, you know, but I don't know. But, but again, that, it's... Again, you see, that's an interesting <laughs> point. A lot of people do things with a with a reason. They are expecting something in return. Validation proof. They need to feel good about themselves. And we had this conversation a while ago yes. about something in particular that you know no we don't need to mention. Um, where I don't need people to know. Mm-hmm. You know, because for me, I actually rather people don't know. Okay. Because then I don't want First of all, it's going to be expected in the future. Okay. Right? And sometimes the... F- but you that's c- not you, you might problem. not. No, no. But what I'm saying is I don't even want to, you know, be in that. I'd rather just do my thing because I want to do it. And that's enough. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I don't need no... I actually don't want people to know. Because why? So that I can get flowers and no. But you see, you're going on the other side of the spectrum here. Because you should do things... Regardless if they know or don't know. Uh, yes, but I'm Doing not going to put it out there. Again, but it's not a reason to hide it neither. <laughs> You're putting an energy trying to hide it. That same energy is the same energy consumption that you people use to show. No. Yes. No, because hiding it, only I know. But you Showing but it, you, it comes from... I don't, yeah, I'm the, not interested. The result, the ripple effects are different. But the energy that you're actually putting into it is the same. Trying to hide it or trying to share it. Is it's not trying to hide it. I'm just not trying to share it. Okay, there's a difference then. There is a difference. There is a difference. I'm not trying to hide myself. Because you use the word hide. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, no, I just want to be sure here. Yes, because I'm not trying to when, hide. I'm when, just not trying to show. Mm-hmm. I have no benefit in showing. Because there's a difference. Let's just say if you give money to charity. Yes. You have, like you come and you give money. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you want people to know that you gave? And then you can you have the choice of yes or no. And there's a difference of I give money, I'm like, I don't want nobody to know. Mm-hmm. Get the difference? That's the energy that's different because if I have a choice, I'd rather be. You don't want anybody to know or you don't need anybody to exactly. know. Exactly. I don't that, need people. But that's it. Wanting, if it happens, it happens. Exactly. Right? Regardless. I don't need validation. Thank you. That's what I mean. And people today, sadly, a lot of people need validation yes. from their friends, family, loved ones, fam- kids, whatever there is. Uh, social media regardless that's what they want for me I've learned that I don't need the validation but I think it's more about the appreciation and I'm not saying about this specific mm-hmm. you situation know, situation and appreciation doesn't have to be you know I gave up on that battle very long time ago for a very 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 long time I felt misunderstood where people were painting me at this 
with a certain shade. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yet my intentions and everything I did was coming from a good place. So I found myself always justifying. Always justifying. I did this because I care. I did this because I love. Because... And then at one point I just gave up. That's huh? validation. Uh, no, because wait. There, no, it's not validation. Because people, I would do something, for example. Mm-hmm. And they would say, yeah, because they're using you and they're abusing you. Or, no, you did it because you wanted the attention or because you felt like like a challenge or whatever that might be. And I was like, no, I actually did it because I wanted to. And the thing is, people would come and I was really misunderstood for a very, very long time that I kept on justifying. Because since they didn't understand why I was doing what I was doing, I had to explain it constantly. The, the, the simple act of doing it wasn't enough anymore mm-hmm. right you'd giving for example for your mom when you gave that sandwich to the homeless it was an act of kindness mm-hmm. that's it your mom maybe thought that you were wasting money that's exactly what she was thinking and then you had to justify that you weren't you had to say no no I have enough it's just a kind act you know what I mean the justification demands a lot of energy And I was constantly in that state, always justifying anything I did. I had to explain to people why I did it. Because of that, I just gave up. You Take, gave up on giving or you just gave up on explaining yourself? On explaining. Right. Even in relationships for a very long time, I was dating this person for a couple of months. And everything I would do, I had to explain. Like, oh, I posted something. Oh, you're doing it for attention. Jesus. No, no. You know what I mean? A couple <laughs> of months. You lasted a couple of Nine months. Nine months. 10 almost wow yeah Perhaps. yeah i'm hard-headed because you see i'm a, i'm a, i was focused on the positive and even though i saw the red flags i was still focused on the positive because i believed that with time and this is another example where being too kind makes you stupid and if i would have been an asshole it would have been a different uh, end game to this okay tell me so long story short was this person had insecurities, had issues because of her past. So she brought all this luggage to this relationship. And she was very honest and direct. And this is where a lot of people are direct and honest so that way they have no more responsibility. Like, hey, I told you, I've warned you. Mm -hmm. So after this, I don't need to do anything because I told you, right? I have uh, issues and this and that. Me from a different point of view, uh, I have this complex of trying to help and save everybody in a way. And uh, I was like, I just have to be patient and consistently show to this person that I will be here. I won't go anywhere. And my intentions are good. And she is my priority. So I was killing her with kindness. Constantly. You're killing yourself. And then I found mm-hmm. out that I was Leonardo DiCaprio at Titanic. I gave her <laughs> the door and I drowned. <laughs> That's literally that. But you learned from it. <sighs> Did I learn? I of keep course. on doing the same mistake because my mm, core maybe value. Maybe less and less each time. Yeah, maybe I'm okay. doing the mistake more less often. Okay. But I'm still doing the same mistake. That's okay. It's less often. I'm still doing you're the same mistake. You're getting there, but you're getting there. <laughs> baby steps. I don't know. Of but, course. But because my If core value is I'm a deep romantic, I believe in the good in people, yet I keep on being reminded that people are full of shit. But I say this with love again. It's not, I'm not angry. I'm not being the victim here at all i'm just saying these are simple observations where and i keep on realizing it and then it's funny you know those reels that we post and mm-hmm. all of a sudden i'm thinking it and then all the videos are talking about the same subject 
right? Of course. If you're being too kind, if you're being this, people will use you as a pedestal for the next person and this and this and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but I will be the exception. And I'll be the exception. And it never happens. And when I am detached and I don't put as much effort as I usually naturally do, then they stick to you like glue. Yeah, but those people that stick to you like glue aren't the same kind of people. You don't want those people. The Probably. energy the energy is not... Yeah, but the thing is, if you realize the roles just in, are in reversed. Okay. So I'm that other person for that other person. <laughs> Maybe, possibly, yeah. No, no, but that's... So that's... Sh sh that person wants to save you and fix you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because I'm detached. They're like, yo, I see his potential. But you can be detached, but not be... You can be a detached person and still, you know. I, I don't feel like in our age that we can. I, younger, I agree. At our age, I feel like. I find it's harder. It is harder because there's a lot more. I feel like people come with more luggage. I think there's more self-awareness. You're a positive person. I feel, yes. I don't, uh, I think it's what it is. Because when you're younger. Yes. You don't, you don't accept your self-awareness or your baggage or this you you think you're perfect as later in life you're self-aware of everything that you are it's different you see younger i was more of a dreamer i was more of not scared of doing mistakes right today is like i'm older i'm wiser yeah but a mistake it's something you'll repeat more than once if you but do when you're older you're not supposed to do the same mistakes when you're younger you're trial and error right mm -hmm. at a certain age you can't be doing the same patterns, the same mistakes again. Well, it becomes decisions, not mistakes. Here we go. So at a certain age, yes, we have more experience. So that means we have more scars. That means we have more ex more issues, more luggage, more baggage, whatever you want to call them, more triggers. When you're younger, you don't have that many triggers because you don't have that much experience. You're young. Everything but looks you don't, beautiful. You don't, yeah, but you don't find you have more compassion also? Now? Yeah. I was a lot more compassionate when I was really? younger. Yeah, because I was I was a dreamer when I was young. And then, I'm not going to blame anybody specific, but my experience made me a little bit more numb and more cold to certain situations. Because I'm like, you know, when I was younger, I was naive. Everything was beautiful. Everything had potential. Everybody was amazing. But everything has potential. Yeah, to be shit. <laughs> or great, again. <laughs> no, but at the end... <laughs> You know, a diamond is coal yes. under pressure. Yes. It's still coal at the beginning, mm -hmm. right? It's it's nothing. But not every piece of coal has that like has that the potential. Capacity Maybe, but chances are one out of I don't know how many for you again. This is towards you because somebody that's not good for you could be amazing for somebody else. Right. Some people right? like shitty diamonds. <laughs> again, I just don't like anything that I, <laughs> I like nothing. Just leave me alone at this point. And the thing is, deep down, my 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 natural state is this ambitious, romantic. I, I want to give the world to the person I care for, okay. right? And what happens is people take that for granted, or it's overwhelming. It scares people, or they're whatever. I'm just not meant for them. There's like million of reasons why, right? That's I, for everything. It's not just for a relationship. It can be for anything. I agree yet in friendships and business or whatever it's like you know investing if you're gonna invest you have to have the money it's the timing right yeah you can do a bad investment you can do but there's certain criteria that are necessary just to begin mm -hmm. 
you need finances to start with relationships you have to be available emotionally if the person is like you know we were talking me in the podcast before dating apps where these people are talking to 20 people at the same time they're playing on different boards mm -hmm. so you're coming here innocent stupid where you're focused on this person the connection is good yet on their side they're playing on different boards so the energy is not the same first second of all after that you're just jetable literally mm -hmm. right you're like okay yeah you're cool and everything but there's no spice there's no you know you're too positive you're too there you're too present you're too everything's okay people like drama people like spice i don't enjoy drama very much though <laughs> i really don't but again i don't know about this whole i don't know dating apps i've never no no, no but again was, when, when you meet no somebody idea. to date you meet them through friends you meet them yes at let's just say uh, restaurants bars whatever right mm -hmm. so you get to know these people can you be talking to many people at the same time it must be really uh, exhausting yeah uh, li listen yet. i know i've heard stories of people having five six seven people that they talk to and that's that's a whole team <laughs> no i just i don't for me i don't get it i don't understand how do you even keep keep track how do you it's so time consuming and your energy is just depleted you're preaching to the choir okay here. the thing is know. like again i like things to be clean in a sense where how about simple no but there is no such thing as simple why not there is none have you ever seen a story lately in the past 10 years boy meets girl and they live ever ever but you decide for it to be simple too so that means if it's not simple it's a choice no if you decide for it to be simple that means the opposite too well you can look at so you're at the table you everybody has their cards the two people have their cards on the table but they don't okay but if they have hidden cards no but that's my point here but what are the hidden cards okay so i'll give you i'll take you as an example in the sense that where you're very discreet okay right you're very timid as a person mm -hmm. you know so if i meet you tomorrow mm -hmm. i know you're not going to play with an open deck that's for sure no and, and that's okay because time. you're protecting your energy yep when it's time when both of you are like okay how, how do you determine this <laughs> like you feel the I, moment you I go love, with them <laughs> I love this positivity coming from you but you're talking about it like there's a timer no there is no time like there's no it can take it depends on the two people it can take two months listen I've I've known people that listen th there was a spark and it was intense and it was an explosion and it was that's what people want they don't want the rest I'll tell you and that's where the bad asshole attitude comes See, around I'm, I, I don't want that again again i'm not talking about you specifically but i would say most people would rather meet a guy confident stick you to a wall and kiss you and if i do remember somebody that you know actually pulled that phrase what tell me again the phrase the phrase was what she needs and she was talking about you and somebody that sticks her to a wall <laughs> you remember <laughs> no but that's what she said thinking of what she thought i needed doesn't mean that it's what I need. So let's let's go back to this hour and a half of a podcast wow. where you said your core friends yes. know you best. Yes. Right? Yes. Is this person that I'm talking to part of this core? Yes, 100%. So now... So this is why she said it. Because I'm so into my comfort zone mm -hmm. that her, she's like, nah, you need to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. 
but it's not who I am. So you might, listen, she wants the best for me. So in her head, she's like, this is what she needs. So so I'll talk for her a bit here in the sense that what she's saying is not, you don't need that every time. Like every time you're going to see the guy is going to stick you to a wall. He, you just you just need that 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 heart rush, that, 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 that whoa, what just happened yeah, but that once does, or twice. Yes, but it doesn't need to be the first time I meet somebody. If she knows me well enough. Uh-huh. No, I'm just repeating what she said. Right. I'm repeating literally what she said. She said, that's what you need. Mm-hmm. It's, now, it's her perspective of you, right? Exactly. They say there's three sides of a person. What people think you are, who you think you are, and who you truly are, right? And all those three sides are a bit different. It's, they're all the same, but they're a bit different. So, for example, a lot of the people around me are going to say, I'm very cautious. Yes. Like, okay. I agree. And for them, they're like, but you don't, you don't have enough fun. You know, you need to, you know, have more fun or explore more. And that's why she says something like that. Mm-hmm. Saying that that's what I would need to get out of my, you know, comfort zone or. But she was taking into consideration what you just came out of. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. And with reason, again, I'm not saying I am agreeing with her or disagreeing with her. I understand where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe that's what i meant that asshole attitude yes this is at those specific moments when those guys just go for it usually succeed and those who are patient now they succeed maybe short term i'm not saying long term but they don't succeed with everybody it would never succeed with me somebody sticking you to a wall without me knowing no relax there (laughs) (laughs) somebody just walking to you (laughs) sticking to no i'm just saying okay let me put it this way on a first date no you guys go for supper Blah, 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 blah. You talk and this, this, and that. And then at the end of the night, instead of, I don't know, being a gentleman, he literally sticks you to a wall. And this is just for a kiss. I'm not saying the whole shebang here. I'm just saying he forces himself inside your bubble and then he leaves. You see, just right now, just that moment, that specific moment when you were thinking about it. No, because this is what I was going to say. It all depends on how the night went. The yeah, yeah. energies. Okay. Absolutely. You should create an app for that. <laughs> like you get a notification. Then you can have you 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 and I can have drinks or a conversation. Like I said before, depending on the energies that night. But you see, that will never. Okay, so I've done that mm-hmm. more often than not. With you, it would never happen that way. And the only reason why is because of your energy, is the way you close yourself. I would be worried to be sued or being in jail. Are you serious? I would yes. never. Really? Yes, because again, this is my perspective. I could be totally wrong. But on a quick glance, you don't seem very adventurous. You seem very reserved, very calculative. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of room for excitement and surprise in that sense. There's other situations where that other person doesn't have that energy. I'm not saying they have that energy of do what you want. Because you have that energy. There's a big ass wall right some people have that energy is do what you got to do and there's other that are like "Mm, i don't know yet and then if i feel like doing it i will do it Mm -hmm. and 99.9 percent of the time people are like whoa what the fuck and they get excited and after that like you know the ball starts rolling your case is like opening up a lock and this is my perspective. I could be wrong. Maybe mm-hmm. you're different with different people. Right. Again, with you is opening. It's like a heist. I have to check everything, be sure, plan everything. 
go and then try to open up the code for maybe for maybe find a treasure inside maybe mm-hmm. and that's what i mean again this is my perspective you're very again maybe it's just an image maybe all this is bullshit <laughs> i don't know like i wouldn't know to be honest with you like i said i can't i can't figure you out for two different reasons i have di- different theories i won't go into them right away but right now at first glance is because you're protecting like you said your energy mm-hmm. but there's a lot more to it i believe and again it could be because simply you're too kind and instead of saying to somebody you're not coming in type of thing you just are too kind and you smile and you just build bigger and thicker walls or or you're very selective to a point that takes months or years i don't know how long <laughs> for these men to actually especially if it's for something serious mm-hmm. maybe for fun it's a different you know approach and ball game i wouldn't know because i feel these are the repercussions of a 19 year relationship but not everybody me i'm not no, but because for- you, again i'm not going to mention certain things that mm-hmm. i know about you but you've done certain things that were out of character for you that made you free today. Absolutely. Exactly. So um uh, which is why I'm you're selective. Is, I'm selective and which is why I say I ne- I'm not the type of person that's ever going to say, you know, I'll never be this person. I'll never do this in my life or I'll never you know, this is But not It's the doing part that I'm, I'm I'm focusing here. I don't care that person. Right. Okay, I'll never I, do that. Yes. You you don't know what the future holds. Have you ever approached a guy meaning that Me? you kissed them first? No because I remember the first time we spoke you said yeah I get a lot of attention but what else Remember this? Mm-hmm. It was actually the same day that she actually said that you needed somebody to stick you to a wall. <laughs> that was very interesting after two the two bottles of wine. But um that made me think, right? Because you have this way of protecting yourself at the same time you need some you need a wow factor. Right? But yeah, that's because attention anybody can get attention. Attention But what is, are you bringing? Attention to the table? is empty. But what are you bringing to the table? Whoever is in knows. Whoever is, you know, in my bubble knows. Yeah, but that, okay, so you see how that's a bit But why do I have to justify what I'm bringing to the table? Unless I want the person If to you be at want the table with a me. wow factor. Yeah. Right? That's what you want from the exterior inside your bubble, mm-hmm. right? You don't want somebody to find you beautiful or whatever. You want something more, right? Mhm. That's the wow factor, something that attracts you differently. How about the opposite? You meet somebody that has the same issues as you, the same walls, same patterns. Is it just it's, a woman it's, towards it's happened. men? No, no, it's happened. I've met people that are very similar than me in certain things. It's like Russian dolls, right? You can find a treasure inside after opening a couple of layers. Mm-hmm. Now, you're you're putting out there what is needed for you to open up. But what are you willing to do to make other people open up? I I do anything and everything. But you ha- for the person or for the people that you decided that yes. they're inside that circle. Absolutely. But for them I to need get- to let you in first. Ah. 100%. That's exactly what I wanted to go. I need to let the person in first. So you first and then them. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm selfish like that. <laughs> listen. Hey. If if hey, if, if, if it took me an hour and a half listen, for you to say it. If if it's what it's called if that's the word for it yes. then so be it and i'm fine with it 
fair enough. Kudos yeah. to that. Yeah. But it, yes, it is the word okay. to it. Because again, it, it, it's a dance. Life is a dance. And, you know, there's somebody that's going to lead for sure. But the other person still has to follow. Mm-hmm. But when you, the criteria for you to follow has to be, you have to be inside this exclusive circle oh, you make it sound like it's uh... but it's not that obvious especially from a person that has a lot of walls and is an overthinker you maybe think it's easy and obvious but it isn't at all imagine you're always analyzing the person that approaches you and i'm talking about friends relationships whatever regardless right you're always overthinking you're always putting walls and you're like i need to know if i can trust you inside here yeah it's not going to be a process of a couple of days or a couple of weeks if it's really truly well done absolutely it takes months but during that time that mm-hmm. person that is doing all that effort to get to know you but if if it's really hold on a second uh-huh. because i've met people also that it's the same the other way yes that had to be fun. and and i promise you that in certain cases without even needing to say anything mm-hmm. we both knew that we were the same way and automatically it just it didn't take months has there any situation the opposite ever work or somebody that wasn't closed and it worked Mm. no thank you so we'll get back to the conclusion of this podcast right now (laughs) is where i said kind people will finish last and shitty people will succeed you just literally proved my point no because then wait so let me conclude this in a way where you'll understand where i was going with this so you're saying if the other person is closed and hard to reach and more difficult there's a higher chance of you guys connecting because you are similar it's not that it's a higher chance you said it never worked if somebody knows handles it. No, if somebody comes in like full force no force but that's what i meant he, he he has his issues fixed there's no walls he knows what he brings to the table and oh, he's coming no, in. no 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 that's not how i perceived it i thought coming in full force what does that mean full like force? attack you know like that's what, what make i meant dick swinging? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, full force. i meaning like you know with the cape and everything no that's not what i mean i'm he's like you woman my wife let's go type of thing kind of that no i thank you that's 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 how i perceived what you were saying no somebody can absolutely listen i've had even very close people that are like this with me and they were open book from the start ball of energy and it worked it clicked right away as friends as friends but even the opposite even even men in relationships yeah like this is this is who i am this is who i am where are they now they're not they're not they didn't disappear oh so they're still here but now that they're not there is that what it is that's another subject another podcast <laughs> no no but meaning meaning that so if they're good guys and they're you know they have their shit handled you friends own them no that's okay. not true because you're saying they're there but they're not there listen i am not gonna go into details but uh-huh. no somebody can have their shit together and listen again it's for me, it's all about how you feel with the person. And if you feel like eventually your walls can go down, and it takes time, it takes a long time, a very long time. Mm-hmm. But again, the second I don't feel like it's gonna work, then okay, I'm out. If not, I'm very patient. <laughs> no, patience but selective, is a very good thing. But selective, yes. 
Selective is good, patient is very good. Plus, I go a lot with my gut feeling. There's no decision in my life that I've made from my gut feeling that was wrong. So far. None. Sometimes it takes time for me to take the decision from the gut feeling. But in the end, the gut feeling was always right. That's another magical power that you superpower. Yeah. <laughs> you're like a mutant up in here. Okay. No, but don't you feel like your gut feelings? Like in really, like it, not your heart, no, not my, your my head, feel, your gut, gut feelings. Feeling. Come come after a while of exchanging information, energy, and spending time together. And do you listen to your gut feeling? No. Maybe you should. Because I'm on a constant battle of proving myself wrong. Self-sabotage. Never. Actually, that's the only thing I don't do. Self-sabotage would have been easy in the sense that I have something good and I go against it. Me, it's completely the opposite. But your gut feeling is something good. And you no, go but my gut feeling it. usually is like, mm, you shouldn't be continuing in this path. And so, me, I'm like, no, they're just not there yet. Okay, and then how did that end? They're, they're not there yet. Okay, so so basically you should listen to your gut feeling. Yeah, but I want to, because I'm a big believer of people evolving. People, if you put them in the right context and being present for them. Like I said, I have this complex of saving people, right? Where, and again, I'm not saying because I'm better than them or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm doing to people what I wished people would have done to me when I was younger. Mm-hmm being patient, trying to understand me, going deeper, not just the first layer of what he's projecting and what he says he is. You know what I mean? There's more to it. There's a lot more to it. There's We are complex beings. We have layers, lots of layers. Now, looks is one thing, uh, public persona is another, yet the core, core, core values of these people take time to discover and define. Now, a lot of people lose patience or want everything right away Mm -hmm. right i don't mind climbing walls as long as somebody's telling me there's a little voice telling me climb the wall the little voice is your gut feeling i'm talking about the person oh the person if the person's gonna put walls and they're like listen it's gonna take time but it's worth it i will do the effort right even if your gut feeling tells you no no because i'm like maybe they just didn't meet the right person that was patient enough that wasn't the communication skills because all these skills that i've been working hard i've been working on myself super hard right and it's not no easy again i'm not special compared to others i've been through shit like everybody else and stuff like that i have my issues but these communication skills and this self-awareness took a lot of time to actually perfect and i'm like i would have loved it would have been a lot easier for me to reach this level if i had somebody supporting me so I want to be that support to others, right? So that's why I'm being more patient. They're like, yo, listen, they don't want there. They're not there yet. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me just, you know. And many times, more often than none, I would be patient. I would give them that confidence. I would build them up for them after that to go elsewhere. That's why I said good guys finish last. You'll always be remembered as a good guy. But you'll always be remembered as the last guy. Because you're building up these women to be for other men. And it's seen often. And I can send you a million of videos of these. But do you know how many women do that to men too? No, no, again, it's yeah. not, it's not yeah. a man thing or a woman but thing. But I do believe... I'm saying good people, period. Yeah, but... People that have their shit figured out. Those who did the work. Those who actually are... But work, you always have work to do. But meaning the hard part, the big issues. Like, nobody's perfect. But I'm very self-confident now. I know exactly what I bring to the table. I bring the whole goddamn house in that sense where I'm very confident. I'm so comfortable alone and single 
I know exactly if I would be in a relationship, what I would be bringing, mm-hmm. right? That energy, that vibe, that whatever, comfort, stability, security, whatever adjectives you're looking for. Now, nothing's going to be perfect because we still have to align, right? I could be amazingly perfect. You could be amazingly perfect, but if we're not vibing on the same frequency, bass guitar, ba- best guitarist with a bass pianist, yet one is playing classical mm-hmm. music, another one's heavy metal. They're not in the same vibe. You have to find somebody in that vibe. And sometimes people are at that tipping point where you're like, they're almost there. They're almost, they have insecurities. They just need somebody to be there for them, to tell them they're beautiful, they're amazing. You want to chase your dreams. I want to be that person for them. But it seems that when you're that person for them, they take that energy, they build confidence, and they're like, thank you. And then they find somebody to share that with type of thing. You become a, a stepping stone. Right? Mm-hmm. You're not that final destination. You're that stepping stone. Yet. What? Okay, fair enough. Again, I'm not playing pity here at no, all. I'm, I'm not, just saying I'm just, that at one point... Uh, listen, whatever you're doing, you do it... There's patience in being dumb at this point. <laughs> because... Don't... No, I don't see it as being dumb. I see it as being yourself and who you are. And yeah, that's time. why I'm okay and I'm a happy man. Exactly. Right? But still, people are full of shit. <laughs> I agree with you. A lot of people are full of shit, Thank but not everybody. Not everybody. No. Not everybody. Now, again, I'm talking to relationships. It could be friendships. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, it's like those people that, you know, wanted somebody to build them up and then they become successful and they're like. Okay, well, they'll feel the way they feel, but at least, you know, you did everything you had to do. Yeah, that's not enough anymore. You see, that was my motivation when I was younger. Okay. Today, not anymore. So like, I have a lot. I don't of... need. I don't need that participation medal of. You're an amazing guy. But you guy. don't need the medal. You just for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I knew this already. I didn't need to mm-hmm. go through this, to prove it again. Type of thing, right? Yeah. I know I am, not perfect again. Like I'm saying, now I need to actually, bear the fruit. Not build a tree and somebody else eating the fruit. Type of thing. That's where I'm at. I don't need this. Oh, but you were a good person and you were there. Should be proud. No, not interested anymore. I don't want to be proud. I want to enjoy. Have a partner. Mm-hmm. You know, not be worried constantly that, you know, they're focusing on other things. Because it's really funny where when you talk to a lot of people, especially through the social media and podcasting and whatever, I meet a lot of amazing people right they're always like yeah but you know i'm comfortable in my relationship i'm happy in my relationship and this this, and that i'm like wow then i find out that (laughs) let's just say they're playing on multiple boards so again okay no judgment but i'm just saying what you're perceiving what you're projecting and what you are are not the same so it feels like it's false advertising I agree with that. But at the end of the day, those are other people. You just need to focus on you. No, but me. That's all I've been doing. Overthinkers, we start with us, right? A hundred percent. You're focused on you right now. Yep. Okay, exactly. So that is out of the way. We know. Mm -hmm. Now, you create that little inner circle, right? Relationship, friends, Mm -hmm. and whatever. You have to build that support system. Yeah. So if there's an emergency, you know who you're going to call. If you need uh, a distraction, you know who to call. If you need 
I don't know, advice on something, you know who to call. Right? You built that. When you're younger, you go through life. When you're younger, you... And again, in 10 years from now, I'm going to think about today and say when I was younger, 10 years ago. Definitely. You know, so we... As long as you're, there's always room for improvement and you accept yourself, I think that's one thing that I've learned is to accept myself for who I am instead of having always on my shoulder and in my head how I should not be, according to other people. I'm okay with how I am right now. Good. That's, that's amazing. There's certain things I would like to work on and I want to work on, but I'm okay. Like, I, I like the parts of me that are too much for other people. I find that phrase very weird. Too much for people. <laughs> That's, that says more about them than you. I know. But I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's... It makes me who I am. And I don't want to change that. Because if I would change that, it would make me also a different mother. Definitely. And I'm not okay with that. Well, you are wearing multiple hats, right? Yes, You're a absolutely. daughter, a mother, a co-worker, mm -hmm. a woman, a friend, girlfriend, whatever. All those titles into play. Now you have to be comfortable with the reflection in the mirror. Exactly. So that's why when, when you get comments of, you know, when you do this, you're too kind or you're too but this. But why do you care? No, I don't. That's anymore. It. Voila. Anymore. You know, because it, it did reflect in my head a lot. And then, you know, I always come back to, well, if I would change that about myself, then I would be different towards my children in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Even in their eyes. If they would see me starting to act different in certain ways. But how come, mommy, you used to do this and now you don't? Like, I'm, I'm okay the way I am for now. As long as, you know, at the end of the day, you're a dad, I'm a mom. I think the most important thing is how my kids see me. Okay. And that they're proud of mommy. That's interesting. I never thought about it that way. Them being proud of me. They're proud that I'm their mommy. Yeah, okay. I, for I, me, yeah, yeah, for I, me, I never it's had, important. I never had that need to know if they're proud of me or not. Again, it's amazing if they are. <laughs> No, they don't tell me, mommy, I'm proud of you. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. what I mean. What I'm saying is... I'm just trying to be the best example for them. And hopefully they will appreciate the effort, consistency, and the example that I'm trying to portray to them. I think it, it all yeah, goes yeah. in the same basket, right? But I don't live my life worried of... Not worried. Of their perception of I'm, me. I'm not worried. Mm -hmm. I just take it in consideration before I change something about myself or before I take a decision that's, you know, something I'm going to change. I take them in consideration how they're going to see it. Not yeah. every decision, you know, oh, my kids, my, like, you know, I'm not like that. But it is an important factor. For sure. Like, I always put in play that what kind of father would I be if I did this? Exactly. Type of thing. But that that's what I mean. But that comes directly in correlation with me as a friend, me as a boyfriend, mm -hmm. me as a son. All these things are, I'm trying to connect all these. The same way I know I'm an amazing father today. I'm not a perfect father. I'm an amazing father. I know I would be an amazing boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm an amazing son. And I know I'm an amazing boss. 
and I know I'm an amazing friend. Does that make me an amazing human being? I hope so. Now, if people don't see it, mm -hmm. okay, as long as the people close to me see exactly. it, I have no problem because it shows me that I'm on the right path. Yep. If people would have different images of me, that's where I would worry. Right. And a couple of years back, it was really interesting. I asked a lot of different people around me. They all gave me somewhat different approaches. And then I realized, some people say because I'm a Gemini, <laughs> but people have different um, perspectives of me. So there was this allegory about you, we looking at the same thing, right? Let's just say we're looking at the moon. We're in Canada, we're looking at the moon. That same moon could be seen in Japan, mm -hmm. but from a different angle. It's still the same moon, but it's not the same vision. None make it the right. the one and only, right? There's different sides to that same one person, right? And that's why some people can find you bad or, you know, mm -hmm. selfish or whatever. Some people can find you amazingly uh, amazing. And it's the people that you spent most time with. That matter. That matter. Mm -hmm. That should matter. After that, some people need validation from strangers constantly. Listen, I, I used to need it, or I used to be affected. Ah. I didn't I didn't need it, but I used to be affected. Um, not anymore. Good. Sometimes there's certain things, and you know I have to keep myself in check and you know get back to my head straight. But again, like I said, it's work in progress. Every Are you day. happy? I am. Good. Mm -hmm. You felt like it sounded like you were guilty. No, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm. I'm peaceful. Yeah. Peaceful and happy are not the same thing. For me, it is. Peaceful if I feel means peace, you're calm. No, you're it, like in a zen if state. If I if I feel peace inside me, that makes you happy. That makes me happy. I know that if I'm anxious, if I'm stressed, there's something that's not right, and that's what I have to work on to get back to my peace. No, no, I get that. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a very Zen-esque. Like, a lot, it takes a lot to affect me. I'm very in control of how I react to certain things. So I'm very calm. I'm very Zen. I'm very composed. But it doesn't necessarily translate into happiness. For you. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. Because yeah. me being calm and Zen is okay. Like, a monk seems calm and can control. Doesn't mean necessarily... Like, I, I don't picture that and say happiness. For you. For me, yeah, exactly. But maybe he's super happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, again, uh, those are Listen, not the goals. Some people aren't happy if they're not like on adrenaline uh, 24 hours a day. True. And that's fine. That for me is fear. <laughs> for me, like that's scary. That for me is, you know, it's, I couldn't. But for me, mm -hmm. it's being peaceful. Waking up, no knot in my stomach. You know, I, I smile. As, as long as I'm smiling and peaceful, I know I'm happy. So yeah, I'm happy right now. So I'll conclude this podcast mm -hmm. with a question that I already asked you. I sent you the video where the person put to play if you could go mm -hmm. five years front or back. which Where would you go? I thought about it. I thought I about so. it. No, but I it really made me think, actually. Um, I think I'd go five years in the future. Because... As hard as the last five years have been, I wouldn't change a thing. So you did change your answer. I did change my answer. You did. 
Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was a no-brainer. Me, it was five years advanced. The reason why is I'm aware of everything right now. I have no, I know my past. I know my present. Mm-hmm. So I would want maybe some... Um, Insight? Yeah, comfort mostly. <laughs> I would like... If you continue being a shitty person or not? No, just like somebody <laughs> would be like, yo, don't worry. It will happen. Yes. Like just, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll be less angry, I guess. Yeah. Because I know my past. Like even if I would go back and say, do, don't do this mistake. It doesn't mean that I wouldn't be in the same situation Absolutely. today. Absolutely. But if I go in the future, I have a heads up of what's going on. And then I have an opportunity to change it or to keep on going yeah, in the same direction. Yeah, but then if you change it, that's the thing. When you make a decision. So let's say you're, you're at a fork and you're option A or B. You can take option A, but you can't ever say, I regret this option because you don't know what option B. But in this situation, it's different because this situation I'm going and this person already took this version of me took option A. Mm-hmm. And I get there and he's like, yeah, it's cool. It's like having two doors in front right. of you, right? And then you go in the future and he's like, yeah, open door A. If you're happy with option A that a, you're seeing. I continue. Yeah. If I don't, I'll take my odds with the other one. Now. Yeah, but then B might be even worse than A. But I'll still take my odds because I don't like what I have here. Uh, so so yeah, so I'll right, give you okay. a mathematical equation and mathematical riddles. You like riddles? Yeah, sure. Okay, so it's a sh- uh, game show, whatever. There's three doors, right? Door A, door B, door C. And they tell you, pick a door. Pick whatever door. Let's just say you pick door A. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, but stop one second. You pick door A. Let me give you a gift. Door C is empty. So he opens door C. You change your answer or you keep it the same? No, I keep it. Okay. So mathematically, that is a very wrong answer. Oh, okay. Because when you had three doors, every door had 33.333 chances of success. So when you took that decision, mm-hmm. now you it was have 33. 50. Now you have 50-50. Because of the 50-50, you have to change your answer. Why? Mathematically speaking, probabilities. Simple as that. No, but that's that's my point. I will overthink things. You'll go with your gut. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, I like the color. I like the shape. No, I like it's what just, I feel. it was A is A. You're going to tell yourself, because I picked that door originally, there must be a reason. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know how you think. <laughs> you do know how I think. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, I'm a bit jealous, let's just say. I'm too irrational for my own good. I'm way too irrational. Maybe I'm too naive. I don't know if you're naive, but anyway. No, no, you, you have this... Yeah, maybe you have this naivety that you know that everything is gonna... Be okay. Be okay. It is. <laughs> but it is. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. That's pretty much... We'll see in five years. We'll, we'll do this again soon yes. enough and uh, we'll remedy... Because this is gonna be there forever. Yeah. <laughs> And then eventually, maybe it's gonna be easy. Like I'm 40, I'll be 45. It's gonna be like that's it. You years. go and listen to it again. It's like that's what I was saying. Fuck this. For sure, I will. People are idiots. <laughs> it might be, or no. I wish you nothing but the best again. Thank you. You too, Sin. Thank you very much. Thank you, and uh, thank you for this uh, opportunity. Thank you for having me. It was a great idea. Yes. <laughs> You're <I'm>... welcome. <laughs> and on that note. Yes. Yes.
tell me wouldn't you agree? Yes, maybe we rush things. Yes, I don't wanna make no scene, but yes, I'm hurting. He's where you wanna be. I guess you deserve him. No, you don't need no stress for me. I guess I should just leave. I guess. Yes. Trying to make it through to the other side.